People have so many different interpretations of what describes the perfect love life. It can be hard to talk about how we feel. Until now, welcome to Pillow Talk with Cheryl, featuring host and relationship expert Cheryl Besner. Cheryl's kind of like your BFF, easy to talk to and frankly honest. Whether it's about love and relationships, sex and desires, she's here along with some great experts. Now, here's Cheryl Besner. Hi, everybody. Cheryl on Pillow Talk with Cheryl here for another great intimate conversation about life, love, and lust. And I invite you, as always, to get comfortable, get real cozy on your own, with your little pet, with your loved one. And let's have a conversation. And let's really look at different things that are happening in our lives. 2019 started off with a roar, and especially where I live, it started off with such a roar of freezing cold. And lucky for me that I got to get away for a little bit. But um, when you get really chilled like that, you think about things that warm you and warm your heart. And nothing can do that. Sometimes like love. Loving ourselves, loving the people around us. And interesting enough, the person that I'm going to have on my show today, she wrote a book called Love in 90 Days. And this was a huge seller, and it's actually about to hit the market again. She used to be on the Today Show at Time and actually found love for one of the hosts on the Today Show. So stay tuned when you're going to make Dr. Diana Kirshner. She's going to be with us very soon. As always, I love to start the show with a question. And remember, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and even LinkedIn. And if you have a question, write to me. I'm always here to answer them. And if you want, 844-744-SOLO is my direct love line. You can call me and leave me a message, and I'll get back to you within 24 hours. So this week, somebody wrote in, and their thing was that they wanted to know how it is, well, it says, Dear Cheryl, I'm sitting here writing to you and feeling a little bit lonely. 2019 has started off, and I don't have a significant other again. It seems that I keep meeting the same kind of person over and over and over again, and it always ends in disaster. What's a girl to do? How do we step into a new me looking for love? C. So C, here's the thing. Don't go looking for a new you. It's not about you. There's nothing wrong with you. So don't be new. However, what you can do is you can be and respond a little differently. And that's about changing your patterns. Because the fact is, when we keep attracting the same kind of thing, it's usually because we're putting out the same kind of thing. And we're also not necessarily looking backwards. And I don't want you to look at backwards in the negative way, but I'm saying look at what happened in the past and try and figure out the patterns that you're creating for yourselves. And then it's about switching it, making distinctive positions and choices to change how you move forward. So that means if you know that you're always after, you know, you like the bad boy, for instance, because he's fun and he's exciting and it's intoxicating. Well, you might want to look at that. Are they always bad boys? Do they always end in the same way? And then decide if that is suiting you. And it seems that it's not. So it's not about finding new you. 
It's finding new ways to move forward with new goals and new direction and new value system of what you want in a relationship and a partner. And maybe the bad boy, and I'm not saying that's your case, but maybe the bad boy, as an example, is the pattern you have to break. And lucky for you, on today's show, Dr. Diana Kirshner wrote a book about just that. And it's the first chapter is about how we sabotage and keep doing the same things over and over again. And you know what? That's not just about life. Uh, or I should say, it's not just about love. It's about life because that's the same thing for anything with our work, with our family, with our friends. If we keep doing the same thing, getting negative responses, the only thing to do is change it up. And talk about changing it up. Let's change it up right now because you know what time it is. Every day of the week when we have Dr. Phil joining us is a beautiful time. And coming up to us from Australia, we have our wise whispers from down under with Dr. Philip Morphew, our very own Dr. Phil. Love you, Phil. Hi, guys. It's great, great, as always, to be with you, Cheryl, and be with you, listeners and viewers. Um, what a great, what a great day to even change it up. Every day is a good day to change it up. Every day is a great day to reassess our life and to be able to fine-tune what we do, how we think, and even better, how we feel about what we think and what we do. Very important in, in life and love and changing patterns is about how we feel. So some people would be, you know, able to have a smile on their face, but inside... They feel like a volcano or they feel like a cesspit. And it's, but to be able to be truly congruent with life and be free, it's able to be me, able to be just us, to, to feel the love, feel the care, feel the understanding of us for us. And that also makes a difference. And C, who, who wrote in um, with the question, I'd suggest that. Start feeling good about you each day. Find something that you value, something that you appreciate, something that you can work on and say, hey, how's my thinking about this? What's my, how am I feeling about this situation? Because if I feel worthy of love, I'm going to attract a better love. If I buy love, then, you know, I might just end up with love. And, and that was the interesting word. You know, I always, I always really zone in on certain words that people say and certain words that people write. And when she talked about new me, that's really not what we want in life. We are who we are. It's, it's how we react to things and it's how we, we can change things. And it's also about taking different risks and very much part of this is changing the patterns and we all have patterns you know we they're they're inbred in us but it doesn't mean that they can't be changed you know when we all started when we all well i'm going to talk about me being you know 50 something years old i didn't have computers when i was 20 you know we we change and we had to adapt to the changes around us so we have to keep adapting to the changes around us. And that includes our love life and the things that are happening. But what's interesting is with all the new technology and everything that's going out there and all the dating apps and all the, the massive matchmakers and the singles events and everything else that's out there, 
it is still interesting that people think about, well, it's me and mm-hmm. I need something new. And no, you need to go back yeah. to you. Yeah, it's the reset button. That's why you got to come to one of my retreats. If you're there and you're having any of these things, you should come to one of my retreats because that's where change happens. It's true. It's true, Cheryl. These resets, and we talk about technology. And, um, I mean, you know, it's the the ever-changing technology. I mean, there was a time when Facebook was the bee's knees and that was where everyone was and there's Instagram and there's all these different things. But... Our computers, our phones are always upgrading. They're always resetting in a way. I mean, you'll be going, like this morning, I'm, I'm getting ready to, to get on the computer here, and my computer decides to an upgrade. It asks me the question, though, am I ready for the upgrade right now, or can I delay it? Well, my question is in life and love, don't delay your upgrade. Do it now. And the minute you think that you need that upgrade or the minute you think you might be stuck, press upgrade, right? Upgrade, <laughs> And it's like if you're going to a single event or even a social situation, people are so damn worried about what other people think about them. I say, be worried about what you think about yourself. Just say, hey, I'm gorgeous. I'm big. Like I'm a big guy. I'm an ex-rugby player. And, and played over 300 odd grains. And you know, I used to worry about my, my big, solid, muscular rugby thighs. And then I, you know what? They're part of me. They're beautiful. They're beautiful. And luckily, I found a woman who loves my big, muscular rugby thighs. You know what? <laughs> well, yeah, she should. But here's the thing you know, something you just said made so much sense. And, you know, I'm just coming back from a trip in Barbados. And um, Barbados is filled with Bajans, but. Um, a large, large portion of the snowbirds that are there and the people who come are from Europe. A lot of British people. And the interesting part is that I noticed, and I was having this conversation, is I love the way that they own themselves. So I'm thinking that's also a very North American um, consciousness that we have about our bodies. And, and, and I know we're getting off topic here, but we're not really because we're talking no, about loving ourselves. And you're talking about, you know, your thighs. And I was saying, you know, North America, you go to the beaches, most people, you know, at a certain age and a certain body shape or whatever, start wearing one pieces. Here, everybody's in a bikini. It doesn't matter their size. It doesn't matter their skin color. It doesn't matter whether they have stretch marks or not. Every single woman is in a bikini. And, and I'm, I, I'm, I'm, thinking that it's cultural like they are much more accepting in europe about body type than we are i think that's a habit for people and the key is you rock it i mean in in, unfortunately north america and australia and a number of other western sort of westernized countries we've we've been tainted by advertising and the skinny mini and 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 you know the waif and all of these things versus hey this is this is lovable, and you've got to be loving you. Get wrap your arms around you and hold your soul, hold your love, hold your essence. When you get That's to the show, have elbows and wrists, people. By the way, you know the, those elbows and wrists help you bend and wrap your arms around oh. yourself, right? Oh. That's and how you, you know, best hug yourself. 
Um, sure, great way to start loving yourself. This is one of the advice, pieces of advice I give my, my patients, and especially my female patients. And I said, look, start when you, when you get into the shower in the morning. Get some beautiful uh, um, natural body wash or, 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 or creams or, or coconut oil in the shower and start touching your own body and valuing your body. Value your arms, your thighs, your breasts, your ass, all of these things. And then when you get out, look in the mirror and go, damn girl, I love you. But you're looking eye to eye when you say, I love you. Yeah. And, and it's interesting because when I do my retreats, Philip, at the, at the beginning and end, I often have all the women, you know, everybody's hugging and women's women, especially when it's all women at the retreat, everybody's, you know, very affectionate. But at one point when they're hugging, they're hugging each other, then I have them hug themselves and say, this is the person that you have to love first and foremost. And I make them hug themselves and pat themselves on the back. Philip, I love our conversations. <laughs> they always go so fast. Too fast. Too fast. Dr. Phil, you can get his book, Soulful Reflections, on Amazon and um, also right for your site, right, Doctor? Yeah, yeah, or, or even or even message me on my Instagram, which is just at Philip Morphew, and um, send me a message and ask any questions you'd like. There you go. And we're going to continue with the show. Don't forget, my labor of love for the week is coming up, as well as our special guest this week, the author of Love in 90 Days, will be joining me in just a second here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. Don't go away. You don't want to miss this. Craving more from your sexy lifestyle? Search our businesses, services, blogs, articles, and videos. And keep in touch with us by subscribing to our newsletter. All on thesexylifestyle.com. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with lube light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure. Personalized. You are listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at cherylbesner.com. That's info at Cheryl, B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk. 
We are back. Pillow Talk with Cheryl is continuing. And now I'm so excited to introduce you to today's guest. She is the author of Love in 90 Days. And this book, well, it is coming out on its second publication and bigger and better than ever. But I got to tell you, this book was a huge hit. And this woman, she was on the Today Show. This woman knows what she's talking about. She's also a psychologist. I'd like to introduce you right away to Dr. Diana Kirshner. Welcome Uh, to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. (laughs) Thank you so much, Cheryl. I'm so excited to be with you. I'm so happy to have you on the show also because, you, you know, your book really changes lives. Whether people can believe or not believe that they can Take a book, learn something, apply it. I mean, I, I know because I do this all the time with my, my clients that it really changed tens of thousands of lives. I mean, you, you really got out there and did it. You spread the love, lady. <laughs> well, it's been unbelievably exciting. In fact, actually today, uh, Dr. Christiane Northrup just announced that Love in 90 Days helped her find her own beloved as well as her best friend's beloved. <laughs> That's right. And so also one of the hosts on the Today Show. Yes. Right? Yes. (laughs) So you're you're proven. You're a proven model here. (laughs) Well, I feel, you know, very, very blessed to have this information come through me. Uh, Very, very blessed to have it come through. And, you know, certainly my own struggles. I I had such a long struggle in terms of finding love, self-love, love with a partner, you name it. Um, what were some of your struggles? Oh, my goodness. Growing up, you know, I was born into a family of uh, five girls. I was the fifth daughter, and they only wanted a boy. So when I was born, my father said, oh, another girl, I don't want to go to the hospital and see her. So I was not really welcomed. You know, I was not like basically a wanted uh, child. And I really had a lot of shyness, self-esteem issues. I was socially mute. I was very, very, very introverted. Uh, And um, I couldn't imagine actually being able to love myself. Let's start with that. (laughs) Right. Because that is where it all starts is is learning to love ourselves and appreciating ourselves and knowing our value in life. Uh, Absolutely. That's where love starts. Self-love is it. And, uh, you know, so I couldn't imagine having self-love or love with a partner. I dated, you know, people who gave me crumbs. I wanted the ones that didn't want me. They dumped me in horrible ways, you know. And, um, you know, out of that, I went on this search to find, figure out love, to figure out love, really, uh, you know, to try to find what it was because I couldn't understand what it even was, you know. (laughs) I didn't see any role models of it. You know. And it's interesting because so many, I, I just want to stop here for one second. Um, you know, our conversations always do this on Pillow Talk because it's really intimate and it's really honest and open. You use the word search. And I know when I, when I wrote my blog, my first blog, which was just, you know, uh, finding love and it was called 365 Days to Find Love. People went, well, you can't go searching for love. And I went, well, actually, you search for everything in life. You know, you search for knowledge. And, and it, it doesn't mean you're, you're, you know, putting on a backpack and, and you're not going to stop and you're, you know, just going to trudge every mountain by yourself. It just means you are searching for things. And, and you know what? I don't know if you agree with me or not and, and how everybody at home feels, but why 
do we stop searching for things? I don't think we do. I, I think we can be content and keep searching for other parts and new things. And it's all about the growth. No? Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Cheryl. Totally, totally, totally. You know, uh, sometimes we get so hurt, so wounded, so betrayed, so we feel so humiliated and lost that, you know, we feel like, oh, you know, that's the end of it. And we kind of pull on a shell and uh, protect ourselves. And we're like, okay, that's it. You know, I'm not searching. I'm not looking. I don't want it. I don't want it. And that's okay. You know, that's even okay to be in that for a while. But eventually the heart speaks to us. The heart has a longing. And, uh, you know, we wind up, of course, coming back out at some point or another. And it's just a natural thing. There's a longing. And um, that longing turns into an intention. And then... That brings us through the heart, through a heart connection to um, to what we need, you know, and um, a good partner. So when did that switch happen for you? Like, you you know, you were talking about your childhood and everything you went through and, and being dumped. You know, like, we all are. Everybody gets dumped at some yeah, point. Yeah, in I was life. dumped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terribly dumped. In fact, when I was really dumped, it, my worst dump, Ever, which was this guy who radio DJ was so cool, he just dumped me, um, broke my heart. I was in bed crying and crying and crying, couldn't eat, couldn't sleep. That's when it started. I said, This cannot be this, I cannot be like this. There's got to be some information about how to create love. And I went to the library, got up, and I went to the library. <laughs> And I said, I want to find out what the hell love is and how you get it, you know, once and for all. And I, that's when I started studying everything I could about love. And I got a master's degree and a PhD in clinical psychology, and I studied with everyone. And the most amazing thing happened was that I wound up actually finding uh, a love mentor who was like a fairy godmother to me. Who is your love mentor? My love mentor was a psychologist by the name of Arthur Stein. He's now retired. But he was absolutely brilliant, and he was like the fairy godmother father. <laughs> <laughs> he was the mother load. <laughs> right? right? The out. mother load alone. I lucked out. I was I totally lucked out, and, you know, and he was like a reparenting agent. And mm-hmm. Because I, I wasn't told that I was valuable and wonderful or smart or any of that stuff. And he uh, could see what I call the diamond self in me. He could see the high-value diamond self. And I thought he was insane. I was like, what? What? Mm-hmm. You think I'm smart? This is ridiculous. You're insane. You're insane. <laughs> but he wasn't. He knew. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, out of that blessing, I, I mean, um, that uh, brought me to my mission of bringing love to people, you know, uh, right. around the world. And spreading I'm, the love, spreading the love. I'm married, you know, I'm, I'm married to my soulmate for, for decades now, you know, and I'm more in love than ever. So it's a miracle. Really, it's a miracle. Yeah. Well, the thing is, though, here's, here, here's what I'm going to say about the miracle is it's not really because you made it happen. You actually, you know, the miracle manifested because you decided 
to learn. You went in search of you. You went in search of the things you want. And, um, you know, interesting, I, I'm going to have somebody on my show in a couple months, and uh, she's a passion coach. And we're going to have a very serious conversation about this because I, I love to do things with passion. I mean, I dance with passion. I coach with passion. I speak with passion. I do the show with passion. It's, it's, I cook with passion and I make love with passion, you know, but I believe that we don't, and I know Tony Robbins believes, you know, passion is everything, but I believe desire is because, and not desire in the wants part, but the desire in the thirst part. And as long as we keep desiring for, um, Love, as long as we keep desiring for growth or learning something or the desire to dance, well, that the desire gets us what we want, and the passion is how we do it. Mm. I don't know how you feel about that, but I look to me like you desired to know and you went after it, and then I, the passion came. I love that. Yes, I love that. I love that. There's something magical in the desire and there's something magical in having just a little bit of willingness, just a little bit of willingness to go on the search, just a little bit of willingness to take a risk, you know, a little bit of willingness to find a mentor, to find someone who can help heal you, who can bring you to where you want to be. And that little bit of willingness, the divine, the universe says, oh, here, here, here's a possibility. Here's something to help you. Here's something else to help you, right? And right. you have to have the courage to actually take it. <laughs> and, and that's, I think, you know, you, you mentioned a couple things um, that I think are very important. The risk and then stepping into the risk, you know, actually owning it. Well, the risk is there. I know that if I walk through that door, you know, the ledge is on the other side and I'm going to decide whether to jump off the ledge or walk down the stairs, but I'm going to decide if I take that risk or not. And, and, and you can do calculated risks and you can do them steps at a time, you know, a little risk and a little risk. And, and here's the thing, right? The more you take these little risks, then they can also start to become bigger, Right. I love that. Yes, 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 yes. That yes, is- yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you took these risks all the way along, and they paid off. You, you know, so you did the work, and it worked. Yes, yes, it's true. It's true. It's, it's that willingness. That willingness gets you where you want to be, but actually even beyond where you want to be, because often your dreams – are not as great as what could possibly happen for you. And the divine has your back and often will orchestrate something much better than you ever imagined, which is well, incredible. Yeah. So, so I, I love, you know, how this mission came about for you. I mean, it's like you and, and for me as well, it wasn't something for me that I ever even thought about doing. You know, I'm going in this business five years and it was really an evolution and something that, actually just came out of my search, my search for me out of my, di- out of my divorce and writing 365 Days to Find Love. I want to talk more about your book and, and really how people can best utilize the book to help them like all your other people. But what if you had to put um, one word that best describes your book with, what would that word be? 
I don't know if I could do one word, but it's uh, your it's your love dream realized. Okay, I'll give you those extra words. <laughs> so my, my word when it came to your book is enlightenment. And we're going to talk about the enlightenment and we're going to keep talking about it with Di- Dr. Diana Kirshner and her book, Love in 90 Days. Stay with us. Don't go away because there's lots more happening, including your labor of love coming up right here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. Don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter because there's always information there for you too. Stay with us here. Pillow Talk with Cheryl continues. Discover, explore, and celebrate your sexy right here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. You are listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at CherylBesner.com. That's info at Cheryl, B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk. So, this show, as always, intimate conversations about life, love, and lust. That's what we do here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. And today we are continuing our conversation with Dr. Diana Kirshner, who wrote the book, Love in 90 Days. And yes, you can start making it happen in 90 days. And we're going to talk about more of that. So, Dr. Diana, in your book, uh, you talk about how women often sabotage their love lives. Let's talk about that a little bit because... There are ways, and you were even saying earlier on in the show how you used to do the same things over and over again, which obviously, for those of you at home, you should know, if you keep doing the same things, you're going to keep getting the same results. Two plus two is four, right? So let's talk about this. Sabotage. What do women do? What is the, the primary thing that starts Well, you know, there are these patterns that happen over and over again. I call them the deadly dating patterns, the deadly dating patterns. And these are patterns where you're totally stuck. You you, you wind up in the same space that you've been in over and over and over again, frustrated, lonely, betrayed, cheated on, whatever it is. Uh, And um, I talk about 13 of them, but the most common one is one that I call the flame out, (laughs) the flame out, the flame out. Yes. I love that one. So let's, let's talk about the flame out. 
Yeah, the flame out means, you know, you meet someone, you decide immediately they're the one, you know, you have a five-hour conversation, you're on the same wavelength, it seems amazing, you wind up having sex, it's incredible. Big no-no, okay, I'm jumping in right there, don't have sex on the first date if you want a relationship. Sorry, got to get that in there. I am sorry, I got to cut in there. So if you're at home and you're thinking of dating, don't have sex on the first date, and every man will tell you the same thing. Exactly. Because our heads don't stay where you want it to stay. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's why we call it the flame out. It's a flame out. You have sex too soon. You know, you're too intimate too soon. You don't know this person. You don't know what they're all about. You don't know if it's a player. You don't know if he's a ghoster. You don't know if he's a breadcrumber. You know what's going on, right? I think we're going to have to talk about some of those um, terms because I know what they are. Not everybody does. So a ghoster, let's, let's just touch on them a little bit so the ghoster is somebody who's there and everything's going and then poof they're gone yeah completely gone there's nothing you could do there's nothing you could do to get them back you you text you phone you drive by the person's house nothing nothing works because they've ghosted you they're gone right Right. breadcrumbing so okay i'll let you describe the breadcrumbing one i'm gonna let is you know he uh he seems great you have a good date he says he wants to see you again then he disappears could be even like a you know a few weeks or a month he resurfaces <laughs> yeah and he texts you like how are you uh would you like to catch some dinner right or something like that but it's on the spur of the moment right and and then he disappears again you know so it's just little drips and drabs you get little drips and drabs and he's keeping you on the string he's keeping you on the string right but he has no real interest in you so the 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 bread crumbing for the imagery because i always like to give imagery just think of it as the park and you go out there with your bird feed and you feed and the birds come and then they go and then you feed some more and the birds come and then they go that's why it's called bread crumbing Okay. Exactly. All right. So, so, so women sabotaging, and and I want to just also mention, you know, when I when I I did my first, I think it was my first big television um, appearance uh, on uh, Global. I was asked about the six date rule because they read it in my blog, uh, three hundred sixty five days to find love, and I stood by it. I still stand by it. You do not have sex, not on the first date, not on the second date. Like, the more you are interested in the person, I can promise you as a certified dating coach, and I know that you're going to agree with me, Diana, the longer you wait, the more the attraction and also the more of the connection because you want each other to connect on a deeper level than just the surface and then the sexual because there's a lot of sex out there and there's a lot of surface out there when it comes to dating apps and everything. So you want to have that person know more of you so that they have more to think about when you're not around. And, and I know that a lot of you are going to say, well, I met my my partner and we slept on the first date. Well, you know, that happened a lot a long time ago and there are exceptions to the rules. But the fact is, it's not a good psychology. And you are a psychologist and I'm sure you will back me up here. If you ask a man what he's thinking about if he sleeps with a woman on the first date, most of them will say this is not long term. 
This well, is well, she's too easy. Too she's, easy. You know, she's, uh, she's probably stuck with everybody. You know, you you know, they don't want something that's too easy to get. A winner, guys, want to actually you know work for something. They yeah. don't value it. They don't value it, right? So I agree with you one hundred percent, one hundred percent. You know, in love and ninety days, talk about that a lot. Uh, I like to see at least two months of consistently improving contact before you have intercourse. <laughs> yeah. and, and and it's a great way. Kissing and petting, right, which is, makes it very hot, believe me. It's very hot and it's very romantic because you have some kissing, some petting and that kind of thing. So he's he's dying to wait to see what happens. <laughs> and they will wait. They will wait. The good, ones, the good ones who have intentions for long term will wait. They will That's wait right. for you and they will work for you. And you want someone who is like that, who is uh, crazy about you. I call it crazy about you and willing to grow and stretch. And so they will have patience, right? They really yeah. will. So, yeah, no, we're in totally, total agreement, you know, total, total agreement. And it's, it happens to be one of the biggest debates. And I, I know often, you know, when I'm speaking in large groups and, and when I'm working with groups, women will always say, but I don't want to wait. I want to know if this sex is going to be good. And I'm like, you know what? Chances are, if you connect well, even if sex isn't great at the beginning, you'll make it great because you were, you're going to create an intimacy and a conversation because let's face it, especially if we're in our 40s and 50s and 60s, we've all had different types of sex lives in, in our past. And what I've experienced with in my past may change with my next partner because they'll bring something new to it. And, and both of us, might have to adapt to please the other person because we're not all the same and we don't all like the same things when it comes to sex. So well, there's a learning. There's a learning in great sex. A great that's sex right. relationship uh, involves teaching each other what you really, really want, what pleases you. You know, it's only in these romantic movies that they the people suddenly come together and they have sex and it's absolutely totally perfect in every way and they're totally satisfied magically <laughs> yeah wait I, I i guess when we go on those dates and we sleep together for the first time we need you know the lighting and we should have in a camera crew to make sure that they can diffuse and and the silk sheet will be perfectly wrapped around our entwined bodies i mean you're right it's all <laughs> it's all this fantasy and the fact is it might be great sex at the beginning but it may not and i can tell you that you know in my four years of coaching I've coached a lot of people through their first encounter, not necessarily the first date, because if you're with me and you're sleeping with somebody on your first date, we got a problem. <laughs> and so, but if they're talking to me um, about that first intimate moment, many of them will say it wasn't great. And yes, and I and 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 it's about okay. But everything else is good. You're liking the relationship. You're liking your communication. You're liking your connection. So let's work on the sex. Because the rest of it, the values and, and, and all the other parts of it are really something, you know, your base values you can't change. Exactly. And right? the deep friendship, the deep friendship, which is the basis for a lasting love relationship, that deep friendship has to be there, you know. Mm-hmm. There's one woman in our uh, in our uh, coaching program who, you know, she was sleeping with guys and sleeping with guys and nothing was lasting. She, you know, maybe stuck with someone for a month or two or three and it was a serial dating situation. 
and uh, she met a great guy and she really uh, pushed off the whole sexual involvement and when they uh, were first sexual, there was two months of consistently improving contact, she got sexual. It wasn't that great. However, you know, her coach coached her and said, you know, turn yourself on first, you know, where right. is lingerie and, uh, you know, and turn yourself on first. And she started having great sex with this guy uh, as they were, you know, kind of learning together. And now she has it all. I mean, now she has it there all. There you go. You know, it's amazing. It's easier to bring in a great sexual relationship than to bring in the deep friendship. <laughs> and, and, and the values and the lifestyle and the goals, you know, those are so important. And if you don't have that, because the other part, I'm, we're, we're both agreeing, and I'm sure everybody at home, if you think about it, that's something you can work with your partner on. Every, every show, I also do a labor of love. And because this time we were talking a little bit about dating and getting back out there and, and finding love in 90 days, like your book, um, I just wanted to share this with everybody. So I call this the ABCs of dating. And it's something just to, to think about. And when you're going out there, ABC. If you can remember your ABCs, you're going to rock it when you go out there. So the A is your appearance. And when I talk about appearance, I don't necessarily mean that you have to go out and you have to get a, a great new haircut, guys, and, and go to your barber and women have to go spend hours in the salon. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying take time to put yourself together. What? How do you really feel good about yourself? And, you know, have clean clothes on and clean nails because everything counts out there. So really your appearance from head to toe, inside and out. So it's also your appearance is your smile and everything you're going to put out there. The B is your behavior. Be yourself. No, I'm saying no, because I don't want you to be yourself. I want you to be your best self because everybody says, oh, go out on the date, be yourself. Yeah, yeah. Well, we all have our good sides. We have our bad sides. We have our good moments, our bad moments. So be your best self. If that means at home, taking a bath before you go out or a shower, putting the kids in front of a TV for a half an hour before your date so you can really unwind from your day. Go out being your best self, your happy self. And the C, well, it's about communication. It's about do you want to be challenged, feeling confident about yourself, do you see creativity between you and the chemistry between you? There's a lot of C's. And those are the things that, again, start with the communication. And that communication, go through it and find out if this person and you can communicate well. And then love in 90 days can happen. We're going to keep talking with Dr. Diana Kirshner right afterwards. There's going to be more Pillow Talk with Cheryl coming up. So stay with us. Are you ready for your erotic journey? Join host Lexi Silver every week for SDC's Seek, Discover, Create, The Radio Show. Whether you're new at this journey or well-traveled on the sexual road, we'll help you find your way with guest experts and hot topics about sex, relationships, and your health. You can also connect with the communities of SDC.com for even more advice and discussion. Listen every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. What is your level of sexual expertise? Want to find something new? Listen for Sisters of Sexuality every week on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. There's no judgment here, and every topic is safe and sex positive. 
so we'll explore them together. It's time to push your sexual boundaries and try some new experiences with your hosts, Taylor Sparks, Parrish Michelle Blair, and Jet Setting Jasmine, with Marla Renee Stewart and Tiffany Janae. You won't want to miss a single show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at CherylBesner.com. That's info at Cheryl B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk. Hello, talk with Cheryl. Well, we're coming to the end. So we have still a lot to talk about with Dr. Diana Kirshner. She is the author of Love in 90 Days. And uh, we've been talking a lot about all the different aspects of relationships, how you got into this, why you got into this, and how you are affecting change for so many people. And um, so I want to say hats off again to you. Thank you for sharing everything with us today. Thank you, Cheryl. I'm thrilled to be talking with you today. So um, let's just, we we talked a lot about self-sabotage and what women do. Do you think that men do a different type of sabotage and what would it be? Yes, yes, definitely. Uh, Men have also their own deadly uh, dating patterns, you know. And um, uh, sometimes it's a matter of being the shy guy, you know, where they they can't they they just can't act when they're they're interested in someone that you know they're very frightened they're very insecure they they can't reach out you know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it's the commitment phobe, you know. Here uh, the guy's in love with someone, but it feels like it's too much to actually commit because he's going to lose his whole life, and he has to provide for her for the rest of his life, and it's too suffocating. It's too engulfing, you know. So he's actually screwing up with women that he's actually in love with. You know, he's actually in love, but he can't really, you know, pull the trigger. Um, and then, of course, you have your Peter Pans who don't want to grow up. And, you know, <laughs> sometimes you get your spiritual Peter Pans, right, who are very, very spiritual. You meet them at the ashram and they're into yoga and they're into this. Sometimes they're spiritual leaders, but they're actually very, in, in many ways, still in childhood. Uh, or they're actually closet players, <laughs> which I've seen also. Yeah. There, there's a lot of that. I, that's the Pinocchio syndrome also, right? Yeah. So you, you have the Pinocchio, the guy who's just, you know, constantly changing. And, and, and by the way, Pinocchio works for women too. We, we talk a lot uh, about Pinocchio um, in my workshops because so many people are, especially because of online dating. Yes. And, and, I find it fascinating in this day and age that people are still experiencing this Pinocchio when it comes especially to that first date and and to have such um, uh, a shock when they meet somebody because you have technology available to you now. And I don't know why not every single person, and if you're listening right now and you are online dating, if you are not Skyping or FaceTiming with the person before you go meet them, my question is, do you like to waste time? Because just doing that helps eliminate that first Pinocchio. And that first Pinocchio is sometimes, I I remember, Dr. Diana, I had um, a gentleman 
who wrote in and uh, talked about the fact that he went on a first date and he had been communicating with a woman. And when he showed up to, to the restaurant, he said uh, um, he saw her through the window and he walked up to her and he just pointed a finger at her and said, you lied and turned around and walked out because he said that she was a hundred pounds heavier than she was in her pictures. Mm-hmm. And to him, he said, and he doesn't even, he said, like, I don't even mind dating bigger women, full-figured women. You know, that, that was his whole thing. He, he was upset that she lied about it. Yeah, well, yeah. that's very, very common. And, of course, the most common thing is to have an older picture, much older picture than right. you really are, uh, and to lie about your age, that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, so these are things you really want to avoid. I, I have a whole chapter on, you know, how to really navigate the Pinocchios and all that stuff in online dating. And there's a way to do that. And you are totally right, Cheryl. It is a matter about you know, saving time. You want to, because this is a numbers game. You want to rule people out. You want to rule right. people out so that uh, when the good ones come along, you can concentrate on them. You want right. to rule people out to avoid bitterness and feeling like, oh, my God, I'm so burned out with this. I don't even want to date anymore. You want to just take this attitude. I'm ruling people out, you know. Uh, and you have to know what to rule out. And start it off with your values and your goals. You know, I always talk about lifestyle values and goals. That's in everything in life. Start right. with that. Rule, rule, rule. That's what matchmakers do. We know how to vet. Not that I'm matchmaking anymore, but when I was, we knew how to vet. No, this is not going to work. Um, and, and just right. put it aside because, you know what? There are plenty of fish out there. Oh, my God. There's more people now available than ever before. 200 million singles a month are on online dating apps and sites. 200 million. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. So, so what, is your, what is your response to, because I get this all the time, there's no good men out there, and the ones who are are dating 30-year-olds. Every 50-year-old woman that has ever walked through my door, whether it's here or at a retreat, has said to me, they only want younger men. What's okay. your response? That is what I call a killer belief. It's a, it's a killer belief that kills your possibilities of love, and it's absolutely not true. We have worked with tens of thousands of women, tens of thousands of every age, right? Right. And the reality is is that men want to be with a woman who makes them feel good. The younger women, uh, they want the nightlife. The guy doesn't want the nightlife if he's older. They want a lot of sex. The guy may have a little ED issue, not want to do too much sex. You know, they have nothing in common with the younger person. And I mean, it's on and on and on and on. Um, It's simply not true. There are great men out there, period, end of story. You just have to know how to find them. You have to know how to find them. But there are great men out there. And I don't care what your age is. I was right. And, and, and let's face it, you know, whether it's a woman or a man, and I, again, I've, I've interviewed now tens of thousands of men and women. And the one thing that men say who do date younger women is it's yes it's a little bit of their ego and yes that they love their bodies and everything Uh, they do eventually want to connect on a different level and it doesn't mean that some of these relationships don't work out however what they really like is the the way in which they are effervescent the adventurous side of them, you know, the, 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 the fun part. And often with, with women, as I see with a lot of the women that I've worked at, when they're going on on their dates, you said it at the beginning of the show, they're kind of going out there going, 
Um, so is this the one? Like, should I waste my time again? You know, they're, they're making a decision very quickly. And we're eliminating the fun part. And I can tell you as a woman who started dating in my 50s, I never went out with a man on my first date, and this is not like patting myself on the back, who didn't ask me out again, no matter the age, because it was just fun. Like, you just needed fun. So even if they didn't want to date me for life, they enjoyed the company, and that's what it comes down to. Exactly. You know, I talk about the seven real laws of attraction, and the first real law of attraction is to have fun. Exactly. (laughs) I love talking with you. I want to do more and more and more. I'm going to have to have you back on the show. So Love in 90 Days, that's the book. You've got to read it. And I know that you have something that you want to share with our listeners tonight. Um, So why don't you explain your gift? Yes. Well, Love in 90 Days is just out in an expanded 10th anniversary edition. And I'm very excited because it comes with $1,000 worth of bonus gifts from these leading uh, dating and uh, beauty uh, experts. It's really amazing <laughs> when I looked at all the gifts. And it's just been a big celebration with these people offering gifts for you know people who purchased the book. When I looked at all these gifts, I was like, oh my goodness, I want all those gifts myself. <laughs> so these are available to them, right? <laughs> yes, and all, all you can do is, is buy a, a paperback copy of the book. And the easiest way to get your gifts is to go to lovein90days.com. That's love in nine zero days.com and at the top you'll see a thousand dollar sign uh at the tab click on the thousand dollar tab at the top of the website and you'll instantly be led into getting your gifts uh and um and, and getting and, the book and getting the book which <laughs> and which it's a must read change your life <laughs> and if you're married and you're happily married and or in a relationship buy one for your friend or your mother or your sister well, or your brother we have a lot in there on, uh, yeah. you know, uh, the, how to make a relationship really pop. And, and That's great. Thank you. I've got to thank you so much uh, for sharing and spreading the love with us today. And now everybody knows where to find her, drdianakirshner.com and lovein90days.com. Thank you, Diana. Thanks so much, Joel. This was awesome. It was great. Now it's our time together. This is a couple minutes where we sit back, relax. You can take in the words that I'm about to read with you, things that I wrote for you from my heart to yours, and uh, hopefully it resonates with you. Don't forget, you can also find it at CherylBesner.com. Every blog is up there, and these are posted for you to read at your leisure. And very shortly, you're going to be able to play them back and hear them as well so that you can use them as meditations every week just to provoke thought change. That's what the show's all about. So, here's something for this week. The waves of life. You are standing in the soft white surf. Each wave of the ocean that finds its way home changes the landscape of the sandy beach. The shores of life that are forever changing. No two days will ever be the same. Such are the waves of your life. The sound of soft waves are luring you into submission, like a lullaby rocking your inner child gently to sleep. The surf rolls up your foot and wraps around your ankles, swaddling you like a mother about to cradle you in her loving arms. Such are the waves of life. 
The ocean is beckoning you to explore the surf that swirls at your feet. There's a whole life force happening just beyond the first glance. Small rocks are tossed from the ocean, only to tumble back to the water with the tide. The ebb and flow of the universe that pulls and pushes. Such are the waves of life. The sun glistens on the water like diamonds and the cold blue-green colors of sea vividly intertwined into a natural collage. The white foam of the surf rising up before being absorbed into the sand of time. The cooling of the water kisses rush across your arches versus the hot grains of sand under your feet. Such are the waves of life. What do you desire as you stand on the water's edge? The fine line of your transition is in motion. Dry, warm sand and the cooling spray of the water splashes collide. Feel the option of choice and take a step into your tomorrow. This is the wave of your life. I hope that starts start something inside you, fire something inside you, and hold it till we meet again next week. Don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, and Instagram. Always things there for you to read, listen to, learn, grow, and become part of this community together. Stay tuned to the end of the show. There is a promo competition out there, or I should say contest for you. You don't want to miss it. Offered by our hey, sponsors sexy people. of the Sexy Lifestyle Network. If you're ready to start Network. your sexual until evolution, we meet again next week, we've got some amazing prizes to give Keep away. Some of the great and stimulating prizes because we all know most it's all about that kid. For stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms, SDC.com is giving away a Good lifetime night, membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to the sexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. Thanks for being here. Pillow Talk with Cheryl Besner will be back next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You'll want to make sure you're back for more great Pillow Talk. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. 
Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure, personalized. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now.